This is the big effing deal, Carl Fredericks, and you are listening to the City Wrestling Radio Podcast. What's going on, everyone? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, this is the B Show. I'm your host, Corey Smith. Back at it again in the Diamond Studio. We're doing a very special episode today, but it's just, just me flying solo today, so... Hang in there with me, guys. It's going to be a long one. But I wanted to get in. I wanted to talk a little bit of AEW Fight for the Fallen. I want to talk. Uh, you know, we said we were going to keep you up to date with G1. I got your G1 updates, too. So today's just uh, it's me and you in studio uh, hanging out. Uh, so, guys, thank you for tuning in at SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, CastBox, and many, many more. God, that was hard to get out for some reason. I don't know why. Uh, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR415, Facebook, Twitter, <clears throat> and Instagram. Uh, go buy a t-shirt, brownbutterwrestling.com slash CWR.html. And, uh, yeah. I think that'll about do it for all the plugs today, um, because I don't know if I have any more. Twitter, we got that. Facebook, we got that. T-shirt, go buy one. Uh, extra small to 4XL. Do it now, please, because it really does help out the show. It, um, it'll keep the show going at least another year. If we sell a couple shirts at least, then we can uh, pay for another year's subscription to our fabulous providers at SoundCloud. Uh, but guys, enough about me and uh, and you know I'm exhausted. I'll be honest. There was so much wrestling this weekend. I know you're probably exhausted. Um, I uh, there's so much wrestling to watch this weekend. We kicked it off with you know the G1. We had Evolve Pro Wrestling, AEW, um, Extreme Rules, which you know we'll talk. I'm gonna talk. You know I'm gonna, me and my regular my main roster mate Jose Osegueda. We'll be talking um, Extreme Rules tomorrow on This Week in WWE. Um, it's kind of, you know, we talk Rod Smackdown on that show. And uh, we're going to talk about that then because I don't want to talk about it now. I don't want to cover 10, 20 shows. Uh, Evolve Pro Wrestling, like I said, AEW, Extreme Rules, and like I said, more and more G1. We're finally on a little G1 break. And, you know, they say it takes a toll on the competitors. It took a toll on me literally every morning getting up early you know, luckily, I live across the street from a cafe that makes a very fine cappuccino. Uh, waking up early, um, grabbing one of those, and taking notes on the G1. Because I'm not staying up until 2 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, no, no, my friend. Especially when there's so much more going on in the world of wrestling. Um, so let's uh, let's get into it. What should I talk about first? Uh, I guess I should talk about uh, AEW. Let's talk AEW, shall we? Fight for the Falling happened last Saturday. Um, it was a good show. I mean, I was fully entertained. The thing about AEW is I'm starting to realize is that <clears throat> everyone makes these comparisons to WCW with AEW. And I'm going to agree, but I think for other reasons other than, oh, it's it's TNA, it's this, or not TNA, sorry, it's TNT. Um, and you know, it's, it's this and it's, it's Cody, it's dusty, it's dusty son, Cody. And I'm just, you know, oh, well, there we go. That sounds a little bit better. For some reason I was just in one ear. Sorry guys. Um, I think, I, I think it's, it is because when I watch AEW, I kind of get that sense of WCW where they do focus a little bit. Like when I was younger, I even noticed the difference of WCW and WWF at the time. 
Uh, whereas WCW was very more a lot more focused on the wrestling, at least before the Vince Russo era and all that BS. Um, it was very focused on in-ring competition rather than WWF, which was focused on showmanship, um, you know, fireworks, all that kind of good stuff. And uh, so as a kid, I was drawn into more of the WWF, and I still kind of, you know, am, but this is kind of, you know, I, I say AEW is kind of like a mix between the two. You know, it's 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 focused on in-ring competition, but it's also got some goofiness involved, too. You know, with Marco Stunt, he's involved. He's very wacky and zane. No, he's he's cool. I like Marco Stunt. Um, he's a nice guy. I met him once. Um, unfortunately, the night I met him was at a Game Changer Wrestling show in Los Angeles, and he um, was injured that night. And that was uh, es no bueno because, um, yeah, he got hurt, and that sucks. Um, that was also the show David Arquette got. David Arquette and Nick Gage did their thing at. But anyways, um, let's uh, let's go through the card, shall we? Sonny Kiss and Peter Avalon uh, kicked it off with the uh, first match on the pre-show, which I like Sonny Kiss, you know, not, uh, you know, great in-ring competitor. I'm not going to sit there and say Sonny Kiss is, you know, as good as Kenny Omega. He's not, but he's very, very good. And I like how he came out with the uh, Jacksonville Jaguar cheerleaders doing his thing. And uh, this whole librarian gimmick, I'm kind of over at this point. Uh, Peter Avalon and Leva Bates. Because I just, I don't know where it's going to go at this point. Because during this match, uh, Sunny Kiss, like I said, uh, you know, does the torque salt to Avalon. Avalon disappointed that Bates isn't helping him. Because, I mean, I guess they're going to have, I, I don't know, maybe it's building up for a librarian versus librarian. You know, the winner is the uh, librarian. So <clears throat> we'll see what happens with that. Uh, like I said, Sunny Kiss goes over Peter Avalon. Uh, then we have um, a uh, tag match, a women's tag match, Dr. Brick, Britt Baker, MD, and Riho versus Shoko Nakajima and uh, B. Priestley. Uh, B. Priestley was super over um, as soon as she came in. She is the champion over at Shimmer currently. And uh, she comes out, um, huge ovation in AEW. Uh, Britt Baker and uh, Shoko, Shoko or Shoka? I think it's Shoko. Uh, start the match, um, you know. And then apparently during at one point of the match, Britt Baker did suffer a um, an injury, uh, her concussion. Uh, she received a concussion. This is according to uh, you know Papa Papa Meltzer. Over at the Wrestling Observer, as soon as I can close this advertisement, I can probably pull this up um, just so I can read it to you. Oh no! And then it goes away. See, that's what happens when you uh, when you try to focus on technology and you try to get it to help you in a time of need, and you don't prep ahead of time. You just go for it, and you think, "Oh, it's going to work." It doesn't. But here we go. Uh, he uh, Papa Melzer said, "I heard it's pretty bad. Um, I heard it's a significant concussion." Uh, in her case, when she crawled to go to the wrong corner, he thinks, after taking that kick, um, she was hurting a lot, you know. She shook it off and came back in the end and did her stuff. Didn't screw up her moves, but uh, at that point, um, or, but did not screw up her moves or anything at that point. Um, it just show goes, sh it just really goes to show how AEW is going to take concussion seriously in the future and i mean i'm not saying they're not taking this seriously i don't know exactly their concussion protocol in aew so we'll wait to see what's going on 
with Britt Baker um, in the coming future. And then we have the main card of the show, the main show uh, kicked off. Uh, MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara versus uh, Jimmy Havoc, Darby Allen, and Joey Janela, Team Hardcore. At least that's what I'm calling them. Uh, MJF, Sean Spears, and Sammy Guevara. They're kind of a random team, you know? Uh, Sammy Guevara, I feel like, was just like, okay, cool, I'm on the show, thanks. Whereas Sean Spears and MJF, they're kind of, uh, kind of at war right now because MJF is... You know, one of the biggest heels in AEW, but at the same time is kind of a face in the situation because when Sean Spears attacked Cody Rhodes a couple weeks ago at uh, Fighter Fest, you know, MJF is uh, Cody Rhodes' buddy. He's the salt of the earth, but he's his buddy, or at least he, he kisses up to him. So, you know, he is kind of feuding with Sean Spears, and it showed in this match because, you know, they were kind of going back and forth, you know, hard tags back and forth. Uh, they would tag themselves in, uh, flipping each other off. So let's go through the match. Janelle and MJF start the match. Uh, Darby begging to start with Sean Spears uh, because he feels like, Darby Allen says, because of that a situation that also happened at Fighter Fest, the same situation I was speaking of before, um, that his moment fighting with Cody Rhodes was oversh- overshined. Um, so he wanted to get a little piece of Sean Spears. Um, like I said, Darby Allen begging to face against Spears, but MJF gets tagged in and gives his partner a cartwheel and the perfect 10 handstand and the middle finger. Like I said, um, they're going back and forth with each other. Havoc gives Guevara a superplex off of Sean Spears and MJF. Uh, over the top stunner to Guevara by Darby Allen. Acid Rainmaker to Guevara. Codebreaker to Jimmy Havoc by Guevara. Uh, Death Valley Driver to Guevara by Joey Janelle on the edge of the ring. If you didn't know, that's the hardest part of the ring. Um, uh, Sean Spears drags Guevara to, into the, um, in, you know, into the edge of the ring because Sean Spears, you know, he was already he was already knocked out. Guevara was already knocked out, so he dragged him in. He was legal man. He dragged him in the corner to tag him himself. Darby Allen then goes after Guevara. Spears hits him with a tiebreaker and then a Death Valley driver of his own and pins uh, Darby Allen to win the match. So, you know, I'm I'm assuming we're going to get, of course, we're going to get Cody Rhodes and Sean Spears in the coming future. But I also think we're going to be getting uh, MJF and um, MJF and Sean Spears in the coming future as well. Because, it, you know, and it's really weird, though, in my opinion, because MJF is supposed to be the super heel. Like, he's supposed to be the best heel on the planet right now. Everyone's saying he is. I mean... This is the first time I've like really because I've you know I've missed a couple of the AEW shows or in the past and I feel unfortunate for it you know but I I like MJF I think he's a really good heel I think he's a great heel but when he's involved in the situation with Cody Rhodes and he's on the faces side it's just weird to me so I mean I don't know let me know what you think at CWR four and five Facebook Twitter and Instagram and then we have Ali versus Brandy Rhodes which. I was really confused because the start of this match, before the match, we had a video package from Brandy Rhodes. And Brandy Rhodes, she comes out, and the video package is really good, very well done. But it was this total, like, I, she was like, I can't make it. I don't know. If I can't win this match, then what's left for me? You know, what can I do? Am I really, am I really cut out for this business? And, you know, I was sitting there, I was like, you go, Brandy. I like that. You're really going to fight for, you know, you're going to be, you're going to be a face 
and not a heel in this in this show. And then she comes out, and uh, then Allie comes out, and then she introduces her. Um, well, she doesn't introduce; she just comes out. Um, awesome Kong comes out to join uh, Brandy Rhodes ringside. Um, then uh, Allie is focusing too much on Kong during this match. We have a dragon sleeper to Brandy. Kong distracts the ref. Brandy taps behind the ref's back. Then Brandy Rhodes hits the bionic spear because it's called the bionic spear because she had a surgery in her hip, I believe. So any, yeah, or her, yeah, her shoulder. I don't know exactly where it was, but she has some sort of replacement and it's metal. So it's bionic spear. She's a robot. She's a biotron. She's a robot. Cody Rhodes is married to a robot. Um, so that's the match. After the match, though, Brandy uh, then fights with, uh, beats off uh, Allie with Awesome Kong, and then music hits, and out comes Aja Kong. So Aja Kong comes out, uh, has a has a brief stare down with Awesome Kong. Um, the two stare down, and then Brandy tells Awesome to hold off. Not for now. I'm guessing all out Chicago, but that's going to be a fun match. Um, uh, I mean, I think it'll be more of the names behind the match being intense. Like, oh, I can't believe this is happening. Kong versus Kong. Did we ever think this was going to happen? But the match itself, it, it, yeah, I think it, it, it'll it be for, I think it'll be what it is. And you, you just have to take it for what it is. You know, it'll be two people going at the, the Kong versus Kong. And then we have uh, a three-way tag team match, uh, the Dark Order, which is a team of Evil Uno and Sturgis Grayson, or Stu Grayson, um, Jack versus Jack Evans and Angelico, and the t- versus the team of Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy, the Jurassic Express, I think they're being called now, with Marco Stunt in their corner. Um, first off, what was up with Jack Evans and, and Angelico? Like, really? Like, it seemed like a combination of, and I saw this, it was a meme on Facebook, where it was like Angelico, where what what do you want for your outfit? He says, "Give me '90s Kane and modern day Naomi," because he literally had this neon yellow Kane suit on with no mask. It seems like these guys look like luchadors from the neck down, but then they don't have masks. So maybe I'm missing something. Maybe I need to go back into the AAA history. Maybe they're from somewhere else. And I just really need to do some research. But it didn't really make sense to me. So that's why I was a little confused at this point to see these guys. I'm like, are they luchadors? Are they not? Did they lose their masks? I don't know. I don't know. Um, but, you know, like I said, good match. Uh, Evans and Grayson start the match. Uh, fans are really behind Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Uh, we have a, what Luchasaurus is calling a Tombstone Age to Grayson. It was, the count was broken up by Evil Uno. A black tiger bomb to Jungle Boy by Anelico. Uh, Evans then goes uh, on the top rope. And Marco Stunt hits Evans with a Hurricane Rana. And um, Marco Stunt just gets ejected from ringside. So there is no DQ in this match, which makes sense to me. Because I think in a triple threat tag team match, who who are you going to DQ in a situation like that? You can DQ Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus and what make... Uh, I don't know. I just think at that point, then, like, you know, the Dark Order would get screwed in the match. So... Um, he gets ejected from ringside, the ref doing his job. Uh, then we have, like, a gory special neckbreaker combo to Jungle Boy. Evil Uno gets the pin and the win. So, 
I think what's going on, so this is like for a a buy in the tournament for the tag team titles, the AEW tag team titles, um, which is that one person, one team got a buy. I think it was the best friends. And then these guys got a buy and they're going to face each other or like they're going to face each other for the buy, which doesn't make sense to me because you might as well just put them in the tournament. It's, as, it's just starting the tournament early to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I don't really know what I'm talking about. But to me, it doesn't make sense. But good match. Either way, fun match. I love Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy. Uh, Jungle Boy, as you know, former all-pro wrestling uh, junior heavyweight champion. Just lost the title to Jake Atlas recently. Guys, if you don't know Jake Atlas yet, whoo, whoo, that boy. He's going to do some great things in this world. He's going to do some show everyone that he is probably one of the best. He's, I, I would say he's going to be one of the top ten wrestlers one day. One day. We'll give it five years. Top ten. He's going to be up there fighting Hangman Page for that AEW title. Uh, but speaking of Hangman Page, we have Hangman Page versus Kip Sabian. Uh, it, it was a match. I mean, it was, you know, I didn't really understand the story of the match. So I was a little confused why these guys were, I guess, something about, you know, Kip Sabian just, you know, wanted a chance to go against the number one contender or one of the number one contenders for the AEW World Heavyweight title. So uh, back and forth between the two men. We have uh, Lawn Dart to Kip Sabian by Hangman Page. A super swinging neck breaker to Kip Sabian followed by a kick out. Dead eye to Kip Sabian. Hangman Page gets the pin and the win. Uh, after the match, one of the Dark Order Creepers comes into the ring. Clearly Chris Jericho. I mean, you could tell um, just from behind the mask that it's Chris Jericho. He attacks Hangman Page. Um, he attacks uh, Chris Jericho with the Judas effect, knocks him out, and that was that. So, I mean, it's leading up to their match at All Out for the AEW World Heavyweight title. And I I think Jericho's going to win it. I mean, I don't know at that point, because then you have to think about Jericho in New Japan Pro Wrestling. You know, he wouldn't be able to lose. That really, you know, if New Japan says, hey, Jericho, we want you for some matches but we don't want you to win all the time. Um, then, you know, who who's to say? Like, Jericho could say, I don't want to win this because it really holds me back from, you know, being in other companies if I want to be. So, I mean, I would like to see Hangman Page eventually gets it. I would like to, what I've, I don't know, that came out weird. I would like to see Hangman Page eventually get the title, but we'll see. Uh, and then we have SCU versus Lucha Brothers. This was it was a fun match. Uh, Kazarian and Ray uh, Ray Phoenix start the match. Uh, oh, uh, Christopher Daniels ejected from ringside. Double wheelbarrow power bomb to Ray by SCU. Uh, massive roundhouse kick to Kazarian by Ray. Uh, monkey flip senton combo to SCU by the Lucha Bros. Uh, top rope assisted DDT to Ray by SCU, followed by a kick out. Uh, rope walk uh, or a rope walk old school stomp to Kazarian by Ray. Uh, package pile driver stomp combo to Scorpion and Penta gets a win on Scorpio Sky. After the match, Lucha Brothers went on, uh, went after Christopher Daniels uh, with a ladder. He got away, um, but they set the ladder up in the ring, and basically they want another match with the Young Bucks. You know, they for some reason, even though they're now they're holding the um, the AAA tag team titles. They want another match with the Young Bucks, and it seems like they're going to get a ladder match with the Young Bucks. And um, so it looks like it's going to happen at All Out. Um, 
So we, you know, we, there is some video um, to be played about uh, what was going on. There was some, you know, some words exchanged after the show. Uh, let's see what's going on here. And I'm just stalling because I'm trying to get everything together. And let's see. The Lucha Brothers. Hey guys, what about in Chicago, Illinois? All out lighter match. Yes, lighter match. The best tag team. No, 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 not the, not the planet. Not the planet. No, and the universe. I know you, the Lucha Brothers. Okay, guys, so see you in Chicago, and remember, we are. ¿Y saben por qué? Porque nosotros somos los Lucha Brothers. Y tenemos cero. Tú sabes algo. Wow, okay. So Lucha Brothers, it looks like Lucha Brothers versus um, the Young Bucks in a ladder match at All Out. And I think that's going to be awesome because... Hey, we haven't seen the Young Bucks in a ladder match in a while. And I, I don't remember the Young Bucks in a ladder match since the uh, Hardy Boys. So it's going to be good to see that, especially with the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix. I mean, I like Penta and Ray, but they're starting to kind of wear off on me. Like, I don't know. No, I take that back. Never mind. They're good. I take, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I atone for my sins, guys. I did not mean that. I love Penta and Ray. Don't hate me, please. Anything. <laughs> and then um, we also had some comments made by uh, SCU after the match. Uh, just, you know, just some general comments, you know. So let's see what they had to say. All right, guys, I'm backstage with SCU. Guys, is everyone all right? Obviously, that did not go the way you planned. No, and we're not all right. No, it did not go the way we planned. Penta Phoenix, Lucha Brothers, a team I respect, a team I had nothing but admiration for, but after tonight, all that respect is gone. After what you did to Christopher Daniels, after what you did to Scorpio Sky, what you did to SCU, that respect is gone. You have no fear. That's good because going forward, SCU has no to give. Wow. Wow. Lucha Brothers, don't get it twisted. SCU walks that walk, and we talk that talk, and when we get in the ring, we tell everybody about the worst town we've ever been in. But when the bell rings, we are top to bottom, side to side, front to back, the best tag team in the world. And there's no shame in losing to a team like you. But if you show us disrespect like that, well then, gentlemen, you have upped the ante. And as we go forward, as we're moving towards getting world tag team champions here in All Elite Wrestling, understand that I don't give 1% of one goddamn if it's you and us. I'm going to take your blood. I'm going to break your bones. I want those belts, but I'll be happy to wipe your blood off my hands the first time they hand them to us. No fear? Fine. 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 We don't fear a thing either. Let's dance, boys. Otra vez. One more time. Whoa. SCU putos later. I like that. That was... I'm going to say that to somebody. I'm going to say that to somebody. I'm going to probably get punched for it. In the face. Um, but you know what I'm guessing is they're going to have this match with the Lucha Brothers. They're going to have this match with the Young Bucks. And the uh, the feud's going to be over. I don't think it's going to be for the AAA titles. I think it's going to be one on, or two-on-two two ladder match. And um, something about 
um, the probably for the some spot in the tag tournament. And uh, I could see Lucha Brothers winning that and going on to the finals to face uh, SCU. Uh, Lucha Brothers versus SCU 2, uh, the, the Reckoning. Um, so we'll see what happens in the coming future. Uh, let's see, where are my notes? My silly little notes. And then we had Shima versus Kenny Omega, uh, which was, it was a great match, but oh my god, this guy, I never thought I would hear commentators yell Meteora more than, like, during a Sasha Banks match than I would here. This guy, Shima, he does a Meteora like every other move. It's like, punch, Meteora, kick, Meteora, um, flip, Meteora. It's like, okay, cool. I would love to see him in Sasha Tag now. It would just be the Meteoras. I just want to say Meteora over and over again because I'm just reminiscing on um, on everything. So let's see. Uh, Shima takes it to Kenny, er- uh, takes it to Kenny early. Uh, Shima misses with a Meteora. Uh, Shima then hits Kenny with another Meteora. Then he goes... Uh, Onto the small announcer's table. Kenny fights with back with a snapdragon suplex and a V-trigger. Followed by a kickout. Swinging DDT to Kenny Omega. Um, followed by another kickout. Followed by the one-winged angel to Shima. And the pin in the win for Kenny Omega. Which makes him look strong going into his match with John Moxley. At All Out. And then, uh, which I thought was going to be the uh, main event at this point. Uh, Chris Jericho comes back out. Because, you know, he had to find his jacket and his eyeliner on. He had to put it all on before he comes out and talks to the crowd. Um, he says he, but for some reason, he uh, he comes out and he says, I haven't washed my hands. Here's Hangman Page's blood on my hands. I'm like, dude, you put your jacket on, you put your hat on, you put your eyeliner on, but you still have some dude's blood on your hands. Okay. Uh, he says he wants a thank you from AEW. He says he's going to uh, get his thank yous one by one, and he's going to start with Hangman Page, baby. He didn't say the last part. Uh, but then he says if he loses to Hangman Page, you know what's what's really left for him in his career? Uh, says that uh, Hangman is a little bitch, and uh, that's the cue for Hangman Page to hit from behind. He attacks Chris Jericho, and Chris Jericho runs away. Um, so, yeah, they'll have the match for the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. And then we have the main event of the evening. Young Bucks uh, went over uh, the Rhodes Brothers. Uh, interesting match, I mean, but uh, way, 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 way too long. Uh, back and forth between the two teams. Um, and a lot of, like, actual, like, hard, like, it just it seemed like not fit for an American crowd. Like, they've done matches like this in Japan. You know, the Young Bucks have for sure in, in Cody Rhodes. But it didn't seem like a match fit for America. It was just way too long. A um, lot of uh, just back and forth between the two teams. And I believe they went over with the Meltzer driver on uh, Cody Rhodes. I didn't write the exact finish down. Uh, so you can hate me. That's fine. I can live with that. Um, so that was Fight for the Fallen. Um, let's get into um, let's get into a little uh, G1. G1 celebrate G1 come on there's my notes now uh so we had three days of the G1 um which I'm not going to go through the um the tag matches um at the beginning of the shows unless I have to um because there are some things I want to mention about them the one thing I do want to mention about the first night this is uh Friday night I believe or Saturday Sunday no Saturday morning sorry 
uh, Saturday night, I guess, in Japan. Um, you know, that first night we had, uh, there was a six-man tag with Kenta, Carl Fredericks, and Clark Connors versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, Ren Narita, and Shota Amino, which um, Shota Amino, Ren Narita, Clark Connors, and Carl Fredericks are all young lions in the New Japan developmental system. Uh, Clark Connors and Carl Fredericks, although, are coming from the L.A. dojo, whereas Ren Narita and Shota Amino are coming from the... I don't know if it's I don't want to I don't know if it's uh if it's Tokyo but you know they're coming from the Japan um dojo. <coughs> and um I think um New Japan's really starting to focus on their future talent. I think they're starting to notice that some of their top stars are getting up there in age. You know, you have Okada that can probably go another 10 years, but Hiroshi Tanahashi, man, he's he's pretty much almost out the door. He's hurting. He looks like he's hurting. Um, Shibata, he's out, you know, from the injury. Kenta, you know, he's now, he was a, a part of Pro Wrestling Noah before, and this is his first go-around and New Japan Pro Wrestling, but he's, I mean, could he be in better shape? I mean, he's injury-prone, so he can't really lift weights as much, I guess, so, you know, it's, it's, it's good that they're focusing on new stars and the reason i talk about this match is because they actually focus on new stars and uh you know everyone's um in this match had some good uh spotlights but the end of the match had carl fredericks going over ren narita with a uh with a half crab submission and getting the submission in a match with hiroshi tanahashi so carl fredericks you know somebody who is in the new japan new japan developmental system the former worldwide internet champion from All Pro Wrestling. If you couldn't tell, I'm an All Pro Wrestling mark because that is my local promotion. Um, he's a former champion there. Um, all around good guy, man. All around good guy. And uh, you know, he can technically say he has been a team that went over Hiroshi Tanahashi at this point. So <coughs> good on him. Keep up the good work, Carl Fredericks. Uh, B Block Night One. Uh, we kick off the first match of the night. Juice Robinson versus Shingo Takagi. Uh, back and forth between the two men. Threw the rope spear to Shingo. Uh, Shingo reversed a pulp friction into a gory special. Massive Larry to Juice followed by a kick out. Two punches followed by a pulp friction um, to Shingo Takagi. And uh, Juice gets the first pinfall of the B block. Um, so Juice, two points. Shingo, zero points. And then we have... Uh, oh no, did I not write the... Uh, I didn't, did I? Oh, darn it. Well, let's see. I We can figure it out together. Let's see. Um, and then we have uh, night, uh, or match two. Match two, right? Yes. John Moxley versus Tai Chi, which was like, all right, I don't like Tai Chi. I mean, some people like Tai Chi, but I I don't. Uh, Moxley's still coming through the, cloud, uh, the crowd, but he's uh, bringing out uh, Shota, uh, Shota Amino, um, which I really like because, like I said, they're focusing more on this new talent. They want to give Shota Amino maybe a persona that somewhat revolves around John Moxley's character, maybe a little dark, uh, a little like driven. He he hangs out in bars. He's in a he's in a bike gang. He's another Death Rider, um, but I like it. And Moxley's calling him Shooter, which is cool. Um, as you know, they had a match recently at uh, somewhere. They had a match recently, and after John Moxley beat him in his first match in New Japan. Or second match, he uh, he carried Shota out. I was like, I like you, kid. Let's go grab a beer. You're my tag team partner now. Uh, Taichi goes after Moxley with a chair. Moxley puts Taichi through a table with a Uranagi. 
uh, Death Rider, which is what they're calling the elevated, um, uh, what do you call it, Dirty Deeds. Uh, Moxley gets the pin and the win. And then we have Toriano versus Tetsuya Naito. So as we all know, Toriano matches are always comedy matches. They're always going to be, um, yeah, always comedy matches. The two T's squaring off at first. Uh, Yano, um, he doesn't want to take his sh- he takes his shirt off first. He doesn't. Then he puts his shirt back on because Naito doesn't take his shirt off. Um, the two men wrestle with their shirts on. Uh, Yano goes for the turn uh, buckle pad early. Naito follows. Uh, Yano follows. Uh, pulls the shirt over the ref's head, hits a low blow on Naito. Uh, sh- with the shirt pulled over Naito's head, uh, the spear to the back of Naito, and Yano gets the uh, gets a pinfall on Tetsuya Naito. So, you know, um, you know, I, in, in Yano, they could do something where Yano gets close to the finals. I think one year, especially if it's something like Kota Ibushi with his hurt ankle, if they want to give him something soft, it, it kind of sucks. Like. You know, towards the last night, like, he's one of the block leaders. But, man, it is what it is. Uh, then we have Jeff Cobb versus Ishii. Fun match. I mean, it could have been better. Um, third time facing off, once in Rev Pro, once in OTT, and now in New Japan Pro Wrestling. The two men exchanging uh, tackles with Cobb coming out on top. Uh, pop-up suplex followed by a standing moonsault to Ishii. Uh, superplex to Ishii. Pile driver followed by a kickout. Power uh, slam to Cobb followed by a German to Cobb. Cobb blocks a sliding lariat, but then uh, gets put in a dragon suplex. Uh, super kick followed by a German to Ishii, but then the vertical stalling suplex or brain buster to uh, Jeff Cobb and the pinfall and the win. Ishii on the board with two points. Jay White versus Hiroki Goto. A match I didn't think, you know, I guess Hiroki Goto, his backstory now is that he has been uh, training in the LA Dojo. He wears a shirt that's too big for him. That's cool. That's neat. Um, so Jay White is so confident that he's going to beat Goto all on his own that he pulls out a chair from under the ring and sits Gato down far away. And that's, he says, you know, sit away, Gato. I can beat him all on his own. Uh, Gato still gets involved in the match after Goto tried to run Gato off. Gato, uh, held the leg of Goto while coming into the ring. Uh, Jay then tries to go for three amigos, but then is cut off by Goto. Reverse GTR to White, followed by a kick out. The two men struggle to get their finishes off, but then Goto um, gets some headbutts on White. Um, Goto then comes in the ring, or Gato then comes in the ring with the brass knucks, but is sent out by Goto. GTR to Jay White. Hiroki Goto on the board, two points. Um, so, um, yeah, Hiroki Goto. Now is on the board with two points, and I, I like I said before, I didn't see this happening, um, especially since Jay White last year had a year where I believe he won most of his block matches. I believe he was close to being. I wasn't. I think he was in the finals, right? Um, so, yeah. I mean, I guess they're gonna push Hiroki Goto. They want to push some new stars. That's cool. I like it. I love it. You gotta keep it going. Um, and then let's see. Then we have um, then we have night three technically of A Block night two. Um, nothing really happened in the uh, in the tag matches. Um, t- 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 let's see. Bad luck Folly versus Lance Archer. Uh, Folly not ready for the intense Lance Archer. Archer is super intense this uh, tournament. I don't know what's going on. I think he's drinking his uh, pre workout drink like literally right before he comes out. Uh, one of the probably one of the better Fale matches though. Uh, Iron Claw choke slam to Fale. Lance Archer gets a pinfall and the win. 
So um, at this point, uh, Lance Archer has uh, four points. He's on the board with four points because he beats uh, he beat um, Will Ospreay in the first match, and now he beat Bad Luck Fale here. And uh, Bad Luck Fale is uh, is still at a one and one. He's at one and one right now. He beat Evil the first night, and now beating uh, or now losing to Lance Archer. Uh, Will Osprey versus Sonata. Osprey able to slip up under the, out of the Paradise Lock, but Osprey can't escape when he's tied in the ropes. Uh, shooting star to Sonata, followed by a kickout power bomb to Sonata. Long distance shooting star press to Sonata, followed by another kickout. Stormbreaker reversed into a skull end. Um, Spanish fly to Sonata, and then we have the Os cutter to a Stormbreaker to Sonata. Osprey gets the pinfall on Sonata, so Osprey is on the board finally with two points. Um, so that's where he stands right now. Osprey going into this next week, two points. He lost his first match to Lance Archer and, uh, he beat Sonata. Now let's see where, where does Sonata land right now? Let's see. Um, where was Sonata? I think his first match, Sonata won his first match against Zack Sabre Jr. So he's stuck at two points as well. Um, yeah. So there we go. Good. Good on you guys. And then we have, uh, Okada versus Zack Sabre Jr., a uh, very technical match, a lot of close falls. Uh, then we have a spinning rainmaker to a rainmaker to Zack Sabre Jr. Okada gets the pinfall and the windfall. And Okada is, uh, I think, four points now. Yeah, because he beat um, Hiroshi Tanahashi the first night. And now Zack Sabre Jr. So four points for Okada. And I, like I said, I think Okada's going to win it. I think it's going to be an Okada-Moxley final. But we'll wait and see. And I think, you know, I think the four, four minutes going to come down to, honestly... Is Kota Ibushi, Okada, Toriano, and um, and John Moxley. So uh, then we have uh, speaking of Kota Ibushi, Kota Ibushi versus Evil. Um, the two men exchange strikes. Um, Evil working on the ankle of Kota Ibushi because you know, as you know, he injured his ankle the first night. Um, I think it was a sprained ankle that went down over time because he doesn't seem to be limping on it that much. He kind of works it sometimes here and there, but. Uh, they two power slam, uh, let's see. So power slam, moonsault combo to evil. The two men exchange blows, exchange clotheslines. Uh, they both fall. Evil flings uh, red shoes into Ibushi. Uh, massive clothesline to evil, followed by a kickout. Scorpion deathlock to Ibushi. Uh, Bumaye to evil, and another Bumaye. Uh, darkness falls to Ibushi, followed by a kickout. Everything is evil to Ibushi, and evil gets the pinfall and the windfall. Um, so that sets him at two points right now, where Kota Ibushi now is at, uh, ooh, 0-2, Kota Ibushi. Like I said, they're really pushing newer stars this time around, rather than pushing the people they've had. Um, I think they know, at this point, Kota Ibushi, you know, it, it might not even be Kota Ibushi in the final. It could be Kenta, Kenta and Okada, which would be fun, be fun, be neat, be, 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 be yeah. Um, and then we have uh, Kenta versus Tanahashi. Um, and, uh, um, I believe, what was it? See, I didn't take notes on this. I always get to the end of the shows and then I'm like, wait, what happened? Wait, what happened, man? I'm, I'm tired. I just, I, I want to take a nap. Let's see. Uh, I believe I'm going to pop up the results real quick. Uh, yeah, no. So Hiroshi Tanahashi with two losses and Kenta with two wins. Like I said, they're really pushing newer talent in New Japan Pro Wrestling, which I'm completely behind. Night four, B Block night two. Um, what did I want to say about, uh, did I want to say anything about the, there was something I wanted to mention about the opening matches. Oh, um, 
like I said, yeah, I think they're keeping it easy on Kota Ibushi because his opening match he was in, he was tagging with Jushin Thunder Liger versus Shota Amino and Yuya Yamura, um, which were two young lions. Um, so I think um, Jushin did most of the match. And yeah. Um, and then we have, let's get to block matches. Shingo Takagi versus Toriano. Okay, so Toriano was doing this thing where he was playing like ultimate, like um, trying to cheat last year was, you know, trying to do everything fair. This year he is just cheating his ass off to win. Um, he takes Shingo Takagi to the outside. Um, he treads to block with an obstacle course of the fan barrier. Um, Shingo attacks Yano to try to get his shirt off because, you know, as you know, the tactics of last night, uh, Yano goes to the turnbuckle as he usually does. Shingo hits, um, hits in the exposed turnbuckle. Um, Yano takes a break outside. Shingo goes after him. Yano tries to create the obstacle course at this point. Uh, Yano then, uh, he's in the ring. He throws a chair at Shingo's hands and he picks up by the ref, um, and coursing into thinking that he hit him with it behind the ref's back. Um, Bushi then comes out to try to like tell the ref, like, try to play lawyer. Like, hey, man, it didn't happen. It's not my, it's my homie, man. You want to do that. Uh, Shingo then tr- throws the chair at Yano. We have the Funky Bomber, and Shingo gets the pinfall and the windfall. So Shingo uh, on the board with two points. Yano also at two points. And then we have Juice Robinson versus Hiroki Goto. Um, this is a fun match. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I'm not a big fan of Hiroki Goto, but Juice Robinson, he's cool. Uh, high angle jackhammer to Goto. Juice goes for the left-handed god, <coughs> where Goto, Goto counter, counters his punch with a headbutt, which would hurt either way because you're getting punched in the head. So uh, the end of the match had a left-handed god followed by a pulp friction to Goto. Um, so Juice he's leading strong with four points. Goto at two points. And then we have John Moxley with uh, Shooter Amino um, versus Jeff Cobb. A lot of the amateur wrestling in this match. The brawl goes to the outside. Uh, Mox exposes the knee, runs into the, uh, right into the head of Jeff Cobb. Uh, Mox bites the face of Cobb. The two knock each other down with a double clothesline. John Moxley then breaks the count um, and continues to fight on the outside. He breaks the outside count as they were fighting on the outside. Uh, and then goes back out to fight more with Je- uh, Jeff Cobb on the outside. Mox then uh, can't get the Death Rider on Cobb. He has snap German to Mox. And then... Uh, the end of the match, I thought it looked like a draping DDT to Jeff Cobb. It didn't look like a Death Rider or whatever they're calling it now, the Dirty Deeds. You know, they try to say it was a draping Death Rider, but it was a draping DDT. It was the same shit. Um, so Moxley gets the pinfall and the windfall. Um, I know, I know that's not a windfall. Yeah, pinfall and the windfall. It, windfall, it, windfall. No, that'd be like I don't know. I know it's not a real thing. Uh, Moxley on the board, four points. Jeff Cobb. Jeff Cobb's losing. Like, I don't know. I don't know why. He, he's lost his first two matches. I think he should be further in this competition. And Jay White versus Ishii. Uh, a lot of Gato involvement in this match. Uh, stalling superplex to White. Kiwi crush to Ishii. Uh, White can't get the blade run on Ishii. Uh, powerbomb to White followed by a kickout. Standing Lariat to White. Multiple reversals by the two men. And then we finally had the stalling brain buster to White. And Ishii gets the pinfall. On Jay White, Ishii has four points now, where White has absolutely zero points. Wow. Uh, then the last match of the night, Taichi versus Naito. Um, so this, okay, so Taichi, they were doing this match in Sapporo, which I guess the town they were in in Sapporo was Taichi's hometown. Um, so Taichi is big in this town. 
I don't know. I guess I'm in the minority here. Um, tai Chi stalls to get the match started. Um, and when Naito lays down and baits Tai Chi to go for the cradle, um, then uh, Tai Chi rips off his pants. That's when things really get started. He goes for the blue bag by from Miho. Um, tai Chi then points to Kenamura to distract everyone. Tai Chi pulls out the iron fingers. Naito uh, hits the basement drop kick. Uh, and then around the world, DDT. Tai Chi tries to go for a power bomb. Naito goes for um, bails out. I think that's what I wrote. Bails out, and Tai Chi drops him on his head. Uh, ref then uh, gets pushed to Naito. Naito kicks Tai Chi in the nuts, batting your nits. Uh, Destino Tai Chi followed by a kick out. So, like I said, Naito's getting older, and they're not really going to put too much uh, investment in him at New Japan as they did before. Um, Naito goes for a second uh, Destino, then Tai Chi hits him with the Iron Claw, or the Iron Cross Backbreaker, uh, Red Shoes gets knocked out again, Tai Chi pulls out Red Shoes um, in front of a shoulder tackle, uh, Tai Chi then goes for the Iron uh, iron Fingers, the Iron Fingers of Doom is what I think they call it, uh, Brain Buster to Tai Chi, uh, Super Kick Naito, Tai Chi gets the glove on, hits Naito with it, Last ride to Naito. Tai Chi gets the pinfall, the windfall. Um, he's finally on the board with two points. So that's uh, that's the G1 update. See, like I said, we're going to give you G1 updates no matter when, where, because we got three G1 shows coming. That's why we're not going to do a B show, another B show again until Saturday. So don't be mad at us, guys, uh, because we got a lot of... Um, a lot of G1 coverage coming up on Saturday. Let's see what well, the match is happening on Saturday. Will Ospreay versus Will Os or Will Ospreay versus Kota Ibushi, which that'll be fun. Uh, Tanahashi versus Zack Sabre Jr. Okada Bad Luck Fale. Uh, Sonata versus Evil, which they've been teasing that for a while. Oh yeah, they kind of had a little spot after the match um, in the tag match on the last night, where Evil tried to go after Sonata and tried to get an advantage before the match. Which is like, come on, dude, it's your it's your homie, you know? Yeah, come on, come on. Um, let's see. And then we have, um, is this night two? No, this is July. No, that was already, that already happened. Um, Friday, July 19th. And then we have, uh, Goto versus Naito, uh, Ishii versus John Moxley. That'll be a really good match. Uh, Yano versus Jay White, Juice Robinson, Jeff Cobb, Shingo Takagi and Tai Chi. Hopefully Shingo Takagi can get on the board. And then we have Saturday, early Saturday morning. I'm going to get up early just Saturday morning not stay up late. Um, you know, everyone, there's always tag matches. That's cool. Whatever. I don't care about the tag matches. Um, Zack Sabre Jr., Bad Willick Fale, uh, Tanahashi, Lance Archer, uh, Kenta versus Evil, Kota Ibushi versus Sonata, and Okada versus the young William Ospreay. Yes, William Ospreay. He's, uh, he was an NXT prospect, but then we decided we shouldn't have him. He's too much of a risk here at NXT. So I just I had to mention NXT. It's the B show. So that's it, guys. Hopefully you, um, you this was okay for you. Hopefully you listened to my voice the whole hour or whatever, 30-something minutes, 30, 40 minutes. I don't know. I don't keep track. Um, I got to add this down a little bit. Guys, thank you for tuning in today. Like I said, me and Jose Osegueda will be back tomorrow to talk Extreme Rules, Raw, and SmackDown. Uh, me and Michael Vergara, Saturday morning, or Saturday sometime, uh, talk the B Show. We're going to talk NXT. We're going to talk uh, more G1 for you. And yeah, that's what we're going to do.
we got for you this week. Guys, don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CW4 and 5 Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 